Welcome to The Back Porch, a safe space where we can wrestle with our faith and beliefs and real life. I feel like I usually have more questions than answers, and I think that's okay. I'm going to keep on asking my questions, and I'm trying to learn to rest in the hope that truth will eventually catch me. I'm Melinda, and this is my view of life and faith from The Back Porch. So I want to spend some time talking about anger. And even just that like opening line gets me nervous. Like I sat here trying to come up with, ooh, what's a great way to like start it out so it's not just like, hey, let's talk about anger. And I don't even really know why. Maybe... I'm uncomfortable with the topic, or maybe I'm just uncomfortable with the emotion. I'm not really sure what, which one it is, but lately, like life's, let's be honest, this last year's been crazy, um, high emotions, lots of loss, just all over the place, you know, with how we're feeling about our own lives and how we fit into the, the bigger world life and our country and just all those things. Right. So I know there's a lot of reason for this, but I'm really trying to not brush away with quick answers, this thing that's been kind of stirring. And I guess maybe the word is more like boiling. It's it's a low boil most of the time. But I can go from laughing and having a great day to like tears and anger within a split second and it's like it's not logical. And in the past when I have felt this like extreme swing of emotions, I can recognize in my life things that I'm dealing with or processing through that are related to loss and grief. And I'm a social worker, so I get it. There's a grief cycle and there's times when we're going to feel sad and then there's times when we're going to feel angry. We're going to be able to accept it. Times when we just deny it. Like I know, I know the cycle and it's not linear. It's called a cycle for a reason. And you just never really know when you're done. Cause once you complete the cycle, you're like tipped over and falling back into the cycle again. But I guess sometimes, you know, you feel like you can manage that cycle. And lately I feel right at the edge of my ability to manage it. Like it comes up so quickly, I'm not really even prepared. The other day, um, something happened and it wasn't even like an offense or, you know, something that someone said or did that made me angry. It was just like, I don't know, something just transpired in front of me that like drove this 
boil higher and harder and faster. And I literally walked out to the shop where Paul was working and I just said to him, like, I, I feel like I need to hit something. <laughs> and poor guy, he's, he's like, you know, hammer, like, what, what do you need? And, and I'm just, I'm standing there trying to process and here's the thing. Like, I, there have been times in my life where I've been angry about the circumstances, about choices that are being made around me, about my own choices sometimes. Um, but right now, it feels more like there's no cause and effect. Like, I'm more like a volcano that's constantly steaming just a bit, like enough to keep me from erupting, but I'm afraid of the eruption. So I've been asking myself, okay, so how, how do I process my anger? Like how, how do I let that out? And I don't know about you, but anger is not like a comfortable emotion for me. I'm, I think I I wrote about this a little bit during my cancer journey and the anger that I felt about my diagnosis and coming to a place where I had, I was okay with being angry at God, that he could handle my strong emotion and that he gave me that emotion. Like that's one of the things that was created when he made us right all the emotions that we feel were were given to us they're they're given to us for a reason but i'm i'm such a in control person okay wait let's take that back because (laughs) there have been times when i've lost control and maybe that's the part that has scared me. There was an incident. Um, I said I was going to be transparent. So here we go. This may change some of your opinions about me, but there was an incident with my sister. She's three years younger than me. And I wish I could remember exactly how old I was, but I, I want to say I was like 10, 11 maybe. And we would fight, but we also played and, you know, it was just like a normal sibling thing, but something happened this day where she probably was a pest. Sorry, Tina. But in that moment, I, I didn't respond correctly. I lost control. And I, I remember, um, like, holding her down, I think around her neck and it scared me. And I remember running out of the house and running up the street and sitting on the curb way up the street and just like sobbing, like scared to death. What did I just do? And I remember making a decision in that moment. Like I can't ever let my anger get the best of me again, which let's be honest is probably a good thing. It's probably 
better than me having said, well, she deserved it or whatever, because that's where really scary people come from is when they justify their bad choices because of their anger. And that, that wasn't me, but I like went to the other extreme where it was like anger is dangerous and I shouldn't mess with it. So maybe that's the place where I made it that decision. And I have had very few times in my life. I can think of another time where I felt similar stirrings inside right after we adopted our first, um, our oldest two kids. And I remember like that, that feeling of, oh no, I recognize this and I need to figure out how to control that. Again, a good decision. (laughs) You can't parent with out of control anger. That's never leads to a good place. So I guess where I sit now is I've learned so well how to control my anger that I'm not sure I even know how to express it in a way that releases steam without fear of harming someone around me. Not like physically. I don't, I don't think I'm in that place where I would like physically harm someone, but like I could verbally, emotionally, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I, maybe physical is possible. So the, if I have scared any of you, <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm trying to be honest. I'm trying to process. I was watching... Um, this is us and those darn writers they're like so good at really hitting emotional pulse points and a lot of what they have written about are related to things that our own family has been through and so I mean it's still a TV show. I'm not saying it's like the Bible. It's, you know, but it's, it's been very relevant to our family, I guess. Um, so spoiler alert, I'm just going to talk for a second about one of the episodes, but Randall is really working through some of his adoption issues, his race identity issues, how that felt growing up for him and a white family and not knowing about his birth family and then thinking he didn't have a birth family story and then finding out he did. And it's, it's like you're up and down and up and down and up and down with him. But there is this scene where he's been told about his mother, his birth mother and her journey processing her emotions and it has shown it showed her several times like walking into this lake where she would just let it out she had an aunt that was like you need to get yourself in that water and let it out because if you leave it in it will destroy you and and that was her way and having heard that he goes to that same lake one night by himself 
and he walks he and he's he's like a very controlled person as well like he has been um most of his life so I feel like I can relate to that this idea that you always want to do the right thing you want to be the responsible one you want to have the right reputation and 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 always you know be in control and he walks into this water and he just unleashes like he yells I should say groans wails maybe like and as he did this like even right now telling you I'm emotional because as he did that there was something in me that like snapped and that night when I went out to the shop and said to Paul I feel like I need to hit something the next thing out of my mouth was I think I need to walk into a lake somewhere there was this desire in me to unleash in a place and in a way that wouldn't harm anyone but where I could let that emotion have its way is anyone still with me maybe for you it's not anger maybe it's something else but I'm trying to figure out how to do that in a way that is healing like true healing I feel like there have been plenty of times when I've wept over things that have happened or I've had my yell match with the Lord or I've even ignored God for, you know, a couple of weeks in protest. I've gone to counseling. I've written letters and burned them. There, there's just like, there's things I've done. But then I feel like I'm sitting here and it's just another layer of emotion that shows that it's, it's not done. And I don't want to feel like the steam that's constantly being released, whether that's through my workout or deep breathing or whatever it is that I do to kind of pull it back together right now. Like I want to find a way where it's not just dependent on constantly just releasing enough. And then I wonder, is that even, is it possible? Maybe, maybe sometimes we do have a need to stay in control long term. 
because some things just would get the better of us if we didn't have them under control. But then it feels a little bit like false, a false sense of control because can I really, how long can we live like that? And don't get me wrong, uh, I'm, I'm not walking around the farm right now <laughs> boiling over all the time. It's below the surface. I just feel like there's got to be a way to let it out. And that's got to be okay. Right? So maybe I need to find myself a lake or a mountaintop at a time when no one else is around, right? When that, I don't know when that happens, but. And do I trust that if I give myself permission? to let it out that I'll be okay I mean really that's the question right will I still be okay <laughs> 